Welcome to the Wolfo FC Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Berezzi, and today we're talking Champions League, the end of the 2019-2020 season, all here at the Wolfo FC Podcast. So let's just get right into it. Welcome to the Wellful FC Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Brezzi. Yes, the 2019-2020 season is finally over. We're in September. It's finally over and the new season's already going to start. It's been a crazy year. Let's just look at the Champions League semifinals. Barcelona's game against Wolfsburg. Sadly, Barcelona lost. It still affects me even though it was like a week ago, literally... But Barcelona played incredibly, an incredible match. The first half, they were clearly dominant. They came out to win. Wolfsburg didn't see it coming. Wolfsburg, of course, uh, anytime they could steal the ball, they were quick to create an attack. They didn't have many opportunities on goal, but when they did, they were dangerous. But Barcelona just in the middle, Mariona, Jenny, Alexia just so so much mobility in in the middle of the field. Uh, Wolfsburg only had two players there in the middle. They just couldn't defend that. They just couldn't handle it. And Barcelona was just out there pressing high, finding spaces, creating chances. They couldn't get the goal. They couldn't get the goal, but it was a very very uh, a very very good first half. And we even got, which I think was the highlight of the game for me, was Alexia nutmegging Perna Harder, which I have that video saved on my computer. Um, it's, I want it framed. I wish you could frame a GIF. Like if you could frame a GIF, some kind of black mirror type thing, I would have that on my wall. Amazing. Also, again, once again, because there was no VAR, and because, I don't know, the referees were blind. There were two clear penalties for Barcelona not called in the first half. Um, which, I don't I don't know what would ha- why. It was, the refereeing was so bad in this Champions League. It's the Champions League. They should have the best referees or whatever. Two clear penalties. Who knows if we would have made those penalties. But they could have changed the whole entire story. But it is what it is. And I mean, the game was a week ago. I don't want to get too much into detail because we've already all looked at it. And there's nothing we can do now. But in the second half, of course, um, the Barcelona was a bit weaker. I hate to say on Layla's side, I do love Layla, but she was not having her best game. And of course, Wolfsburg scored kind of a stupid goal. There was like a defensive error, and in the 58th minute, they've got their goal. Barcelona was just creating chance after chance after chance, but they just kept missing. 
And in a game like this, you have to score. There were also some times where Graham Hansen would create an incredible chance and she would try to pass it. And it's like, okay, that's great, but you just need to try to score because the defense is going to block it or it's not going to go in. You just need to try to shoot. And it sucks. But hey, Mariona was incredible. The whole team was great. Even it just wasn't the day. And it's sad. <laughs> also, going back to the refereeing, they even gave Marta Torejon a yellow for something that wasn't even a foul. Like, you could have just called it a foul. There was no need for the yellow card. It wasn't a foul. But whatever. The yellow card was unnecessary. And there'd be sometimes where there'd be a foul and the ref was just like, I'm blind. I'm... The refereeing was one of the biggest issues in the Champions League. And I really, really hope that they can figure that out next season because that was ridiculous and so then throughout the game Barcelona just kept trying to attack trying to attack and we're just not getting that goal I think they had like 16 opportunities on goal it just wasn't happening and and so then Wolfsburg was just trying to defend and another issue I have is that I do love Layla, but she was not having her best game. And I think that would have been a perfect opportunity to put in Ana Maria Sinegocevic for Layla, who actually hadn't played much or at all um, during these Champions League games. She had been injured like um, Marta, Marta Torrejon in June, June, July, but she had gotten the medical green light like the week of the Atletico Madrid match. And she's such an important player to have in the in the locker room she's won the champions league before she has a lot of um experience she's a very she can play in different positions she's very mature she knows how to deal with loss she knows how to deal with wins and she should have won i think it would have been she should have won and she should have played um i think she would have been an important player she's really fast she can defend she can also shoot from far away and that could have been helpful against Wolfsburg, who when you went to the center, there were so many players because they were all just trying to defend the 1-0. But um, at the end of the game, she was there consoling her players, and that was nice to see. Also, Barcelona's first change was Oshuala for Aitana, and I'm always here for Aitana Goatmati. But then, in the 76th minute, they took out Alexia, which I get it. You want to put in some fresh feet in the first legs in the midfield but like oh my god Aitana um Alexia and uh Keira Hamraoui there were having incredible matches they were like on beast mode and taking out Alexia with like 10 minutes to go I don't know if that's a good idea I don't know and then they put in um Vicky Lozada and Lique Martins on in the 85th minute. Lique Martins in the 85th minute. Lique Martins is such an incredibly dangerous player. You gave her five minutes. Okay, maybe it was like, I think the extra time, I don't know, there was like four minutes extra time. You gave her nine minutes to try to make a difference. When her players, are, when all her teammates are already tired, it's like, no, <laughs> we should have done... Changes earlier should have put on after the goal, more changes should have happened. But you should have put on Ana Maria Sinagotchevich for Leila and put on 
um, Liquid for whoever. I don't know. Just a bit frustrating. So seeing Wolfsburg win was really sad. Barcelona was the better team. They didn't get their penalties called. And they just couldn't get that goal. Which, had they have gotten the goal, they honestly could have scored two or three, to be honest. Because they were extremely dominant. They were so close, yet so far away. But it just showed that they're at the level of these big European teams. They're one of the best in Europe. They were one of the favorites to win, and they proved it against Wolfsburg. And it gives me like no doubt that this team can win it all next season. No doubt they came on ready to win because I think a lot of people expected Wolfsburg to be more dominant. But when they came out, I just saw only Barca. They just came out like they're the top dog. Like they've been in the Champions League forever. And it was fantastic. I was like, are you kidding me? This is my team. It was. It sucked the fact that they lost and that they, you know, couldn't make it to the final to get revenge for last year. But the way they played, I was like, you know what? It's not even that bad because they played well and they gave it their all. And I was like, that's exactly how I want them to play. And that's exactly how they can win. All they need to do is fix those defensive errors and score a damn goal. That is all I need. And it was great. I mean, you just have to talk about how far this team has come. They made Wolfsburg one of the most atta- offensive teams in the world right now. Put all their team back to defend. Perno Harder, I didn't even notice her on the pitch in this game. The team, you can, you know, criticize the defensive error. But the defense was fantastic. Mapi Leon and Andre Pereira, incredible. Incredible. Just look at this team, like, Barcelona professionalized the women's section of the club in, like, 2015. That was only five years ago. They were playing on, like, artificial grass, just whatever, with no stands. Last year, they made it to the first Champions League final ever. They were the first Spanish team to do that. This year, they almost beat the second-place team, and they just dom- and they completely dominated the match, and they could have made it to the final and possibly beaten Lyon. And that is something that makes me very proud. Last year, they lost to Lyon 4-1. This year, it was a completely different team. A team that was much more dominant and should have won. And then when they did lose, they were like, you know what? We're not going to hide. We're going to go straight up to the camera and say we are one of the best in in Europe and we deserve to be here. And that, folks, is fantastic. And that is why Alexia, Graham Hansen, Mapileon, Jenny Hermoso, you know, Licky Martins, these players are going to lift up the trophy. Whether it be next season, hopefully it's next season, <laughs> or in the future, the very, very near future I see it happening folks because this team has what it takes we were just out here worried about our defense the whole time when we should have seen that 
we needed to work on the shooting, which is very strange because Barcelona was one of the top scoring teams all year. But I think it has something to do with nerves, with the lack of experience in like a Champions League semifinal match. Because Barcelona scored literally more than five goals in 11 matches last season. Jenny Hermoso and Oshuala were the top two scorers in the league. So obviously it's something they know how to do, but they need to be able to do it in big matches like the Champions League. So hopefully next season we won't have these issues. Even though they had lost, the whole Barca team had a motivation that was like, we lost, it sucks, but we're going to come back. And we want to come back and fight for this club. Luis Cortez said that they're not at the same level as the big teams in Europe, but above them, which is fantastic. And Alexi said that the team was really sad about it, but that they're going to fight and be ready for next season. Even the Wolfsburg coach said that they had won because of luck, which is absolutely true. Alexi also said that she wouldn't change any of her teammates for anyone from Wolfsburg because they've showed that they're at the level, same level as the German team, which I think is fantastic. And I saw a tweet that said, their time's a charm. Last, last, they lost last season in the final, lost this year. Next year is the one, 2021, folks. That's what I'm talking about. Barcelona is at on the big leagues now, which is crazy how fast they've how far they've come in such a short amount of time. Next year, 2021. Okay. Sandra Paños tweeted a year ago we fell and we learned from it. We worked for it. We've grown and improved. And after the game, they were close to cons- uh to getting there, but they couldn't win. But now they're going to return even stronger and with even with even more motivation to win the trophy, which I love. They've got such an elite mentality. They're not scared of anything. They lost again. They lost last year in the final. They lost this year, but even better. Is that, it's like a contradicting phrase. They lost, but they lost in a better way. They lost being the better team. They lost because of a simple error. Lost because they couldn't score. It wasn't they got demolished for one like last year. <laughs> it was they were the better team. They almost beat them, and next year they can beat them and make it to the final. And I don't know if they'll win in the final, but making it to the final, being this better team, isn't is a better thing. Also, I saw somebody on Twitter that was like. <laughs> They didn't want to win the Champions League in the jersey with the, with the what's it called the freaking, the squares the checkers, and they were it was like they want to win the Champions League in the New Jersey, which I agree. I like the blue, like the vibrance of the checkered jersey, but like the checkers, I can't. When when Nike tries to make Barcelona jerseys, this is a side note that aren't you know the vertical stripes. It's just not... It, no, they've only done it twice. The words like, no stripes at all. They did the horizontal stripes, which I have that jersey, and I looked at it yesterday, and I was like, why did I buy this? I don't like this jersey. It's like... I mean, it kind of... 
looks like rugby jerseys and i like rugby jerseys but i don't know it's just weird and then the checkered like no it wasn't necessary they're trying to be different and like innovative but no just give me the stripes man come on just keep it classic like they did for the new ones very nice that is a jersey to win the champions league in and that's gonna happen also side note this year we didn't have andrea falcon because she was injured next year y'all we're gonna have andrea falcon also next year wait never mind i was gonna say we might have some of the young players that have gone on loan but they've gone on loan for the whole year so they won't be back but we will have andrea falcon folks and she when she started out the season before her injury was doing so so well so i think she'll be an important player this season when she comes back from her from her injury and she's going to help us lift up that champions league trophy folks i'm telling you now and i know the game was like a week ago and whatever we've moved on the champions league is over but this was barcelona's first time losing all season they'd only tied twice and they hadn't lost for 465 days they hadn't lost since their game against leon people they played 36 games and only had 30 and only they had 33 wins two draws and a defeat and of course the season was you know ended early because of covid and they didn't get to play the rest of the Queen's Cup, but I'm sure. I'm pretty positive with how the way that was going season, they wouldn't have lost. That's crazy. 465 days without losing. And the last game that they lost was against Lyon. It's pretty impressive, folks. I'm just saying. That is my team. And on the other side, PSG played Lyon in the semifinals, which Lyon won 1-0 in a free kick with the goal from Renard, of course. And both teams got yellow, ca- got red cards. Uh, Lyon lost Nikita, 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 Nikita Paris, couldn't play in the final. Well, they didn't affect them because in the final, uh, Wolfsburg-Lyon, Wolfsburg was not the dominant team that they've seen them. If they had lost any confidence that they had left in them against Barcelona in the final it just wasn't there in the second half they played better they managed to score a goal but Lyon in the first half scored two goals which I said that I thought it was going to be a like you know very close match um like a 1-0 not many goals and it ended up being a 3-1 for Lyon Lyon came out fast confident not the team we had seen in the semifinals they came out to be the Lyon who has won eight champions leagues and now nine um they're fifth in a row which isn't something you do if you're not confident and they didn't even have Ada Hegerberg they didn't have Nikita Paris but Les Omer and the rest of the team came out they were going so fast Wolfsburg was a mess all over the place and in this match which is like a classic match at this point between these two they've met each other four times in the Champions League final Lyon was just the much more dominant team Wolfsburg was looked like 
They didn't even deserve to be in the final, which is true because it should have been Barcelona. I don't know if Barcelona would have beaten Leon, but they definitely would have put up a much better fight. I'm just saying. Um, another aspect that is a bit annoying is that the VAR was only in the Champions League final. And the VAR, which the lack of VAR has been criticized by a lot of big players in the women's game, the fact that there is no VAR in the women's Champions League is ridiculous. Because in the semifinals, although I'm biased because a VAR could have saved Barcelona, just in general, like, if you want to promote the women's game and have it be on a more equal level with the men's, I think it should have the VAR. And I get that not all stadiums have the VAR. And originally, each team would play in their own home because there would be the two matches, whatever. But you're in Bilbao and San Sebastian and those two stadiums have VAR. Just use it. I don't know. Is it that hard to set it up? I don't know what it, how you do it, but... If you were able to do it for the final, I don't think it would be somewhat difficult to do it for the other ones. You know what I mean? Whatever. That's my rant. It's fine. Lyon has won another Champions League, their fifth consecutive, a legendary team, blah, blah, same story. Next year, let's change it up. Okay, Lyon, this all credit to the club and all the money they put in their women's team making them equal with the men's although they should play in the in the big stadium i don't know why they play on like a small 1000 crowd pitch they should play in the big stadium um all credit to them for embracing um women's football for giving them better salaries all of that but i'm sick of it (laughs) i'm sick of it i want a different team to win and so other teams need to do the same thing with their clubs. But obviously, it's not that easy. You have to have a lot of money. But at least Lola Gajardo is the second Spanish player to win the Champions League after Vero Boquete, who won it with Frankfurt in 2015. Although Lola <laughs> didn't play at all. She kind of signed with the team just a few months ago. Got COVID. Was in isolation. And then was there for the final to, you know, get her medal with the trophy. And I saw a tweet that was like, considering how 2020 has been, it wouldn't be surprised if Lola just decides to take her medal and leave and go back to Spain. I wouldn't either. Honestly, anything could happen and I will be totally like unsurprised. And looking at next year, like I said, Barcelona, if they were already a strong enough team this year, they've had a lot of injury problems. If they come back even stronger and can score under pressure, then they can win it all. But some people were like, oh, well, all the other teams will be so strong. Leon will have Hegerberg back and other players back. Chelsea's going to be a big team. Blah, blah, blah. They've gotten a lot of players. Manchester City, Bayern Munich, whatever. And I'm like... Yeah, of course they are. But so is Barcelona. Hello? Compare Barcelona in 2018, 2019, and 2020. Barcelona's getting better every year as well. And of course, the Champions League is never easy. It's the Champions League. It's not supposed to be easy. You're not going to win every single year. That's a fact. Unless you're Leon. 
but they haven't won every single year okay only five times consecutively before before that they had lost okay (laughs) but it's a good thing if everybody's getting better because then more people can compete with leon and they won't win every time and then that makes other teams stronger we need to have a stronger competition if that affects barcelona oh that sucks but it'll make them a stronger team if there's more competition in the champions league all the big teams get stronger if the big teams get stronger they can make the smaller teams stronger that's a good thing hopefully barcelona can get even stronger and win and if they can win in a champions league that's already super difficult that's even more awesome okay and football and football there's so many variables you have to be a good team talent but there's also you know you have to have luck you have to have a good referee or referee that you know just happens to be more helpful to your side football is very you know you never know what's gonna happen so we'll see so hopefully in may hopefully in may hopefully covid lets you know things go back to normal hopefully in may next year we'll see barcelona in the champions league final hopefully at the end of 90 minutes or 120 minutes or whatever we'll see them lifting up a trophy but we'll see because a lot can happen in a year because oh over a year ago well it's september so in may 2019 i don't think barcelona expected themselves to be where they are now i think they hoped and they wished and they achieved it so i know that they can see themselves winning the champions league and they're motivated and working hard to do it and that's all i can ask for i was just talking about the champions league final i don't know how that turned into a rant about barcelona sorry um in other news um other competitions well i guess this is a new season competition i don't know the competition like the seasons overlapping is confusing me um there was the women's community shield on saturday which chelsea beat manchester city 2-0 which could be a big preview of the battle for the league chelsea has really stepped up and uh created a better team they won last season because of because of points so not because of points because of games and like some weird technical things um so the league will definitely be a much more disputed one Manchester City will try to win their league back which they had won technically on points and Arsenal hopefully can fight I don't know. Arsenal's a little bit all over the place right now. And uh, it'll be cool. It'll be, I think, a much more competitive league this season. And in Spain, a bit of a drama. (laughs) The Primera Iberdrola was supposed to start, like, this weekend. um, The 4th, 5th, or 6th of September, whatever. But the Federation has decided that they will start in October the 18th, which is quite late. Um, the thing is, if all the clubs decide 
to play the 4th of October, they will do so. Which I don't know when that will be decided. I don't know when the teams will vote or whatever. Or if they have to do it now. I don't know. It's kind of all up in the air. So really, it could be the 4th. It could be the 18th. I don't know. This um, announcement from the Federation also doesn't say anything about whether they will do this two-group system where they will have like four teams relegated and two will come up. I don't know. Super complicated and will really be like a step back for the women's sport in Spain instead of just doing like a normal 18-1 one system thing. 18 teams and that's it. Uh, So we'll see if by next week... We'll have more information. I hope it starts on October 4th because October 18th is so late. I know because of COVID, blah, 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 whatever. But like, come on. Every other country has already started. Italy started like in October. In October. In August. Like, come on. Let's go. Spain, the Spanish Federation has been trying to say, oh, we're fighting for women's football, blah, blah, blah. We're promoting it. We had the Champions League final in Spain. Okay, yeah, there was no VAR. And just because... The president, Luis Rubiales, went to the final. Like, that doesn't... Or he went to the Barca game. I don't know. It doesn't do anything. Like, I never saw him. Just because you tweet about it. Like, I don't care. I want them to give the league what it deserves. Starting by making it professional. Are you kidding me? Like, France professionalized their league in, like, 2010. That's 10 years ago. It's 2020 and we're still fighting it in Spain. And I'm sick of it. Like, come on. Just make it professional already. Why is that so complicated? And so that is the end of the 2019-2020 season. An incredible season for Barca, which ended a bit bittersweet, but with so much hope for next season, which we'll see when it starts. There's also the Queen's Cup from last season that they had to play, which I don't remember when the date is. Y'all can check on Twitter online somewhere. I said it in another podcast. But next week, there will be no podcast because I will be on vacation, y'all. Um, I'm telling you that now. You're probably not surprised because I'm very um, non-consistent with this podcast. But I've been consistent recently. And that is something to be proud of. So I'll see you in like, I don't know, two weeks? I don't know. Whatever. I'll be tweeting things. Um, so if you want to talk about... What you expect for next season, hit me up on Twitter at Natalie Barezzi underscore or at on Instagram at WofoFC. Once again, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you soon with another new podcast. Thank you. Goodbye.